Hello, hello. You are listening to a brand new episode of Tide Pod, and today could not be more excited because we have got the mad scientist herself, Shannon Lutz, in the house with us. Shannon is the owner of The Social Bungalow, a company dedicated to helping female entrepreneurs truly market their expertise and structure their business for scale. As the go-to online business coach, she teaches high-level marketing strategies designed to create wildly in-demand six- and seven-figure business. Now, I don't know how tuned in y'all are on the gram. If you're not, you really should be. Shannon's content is like A1, but there has been so much growth and momentum and movement in your business, Shan. I was just so excited to chat with you and really get kind of that behind the scenes, juicy sneak peek on what this whole thing has looked like for you as the CEO, as the leader, as the main person driving the ship, bringing on the people, all the things. Hello, my friend, it's Tiana Tai, Team Dynamics Consultant and Trained Industrial Organizational Psychologist, helping you to become a better leader than your last boss. And right now, you are tuning in to the go-to podcast for entrepreneurs building and leading teams, hiring, onboarding, management, or maybe you just want some general advice about building your business. Well, let me assure you, you are in the right place. So go ahead, crack open a fresh notebook because you are listening to TyPod. I've got to take just a quick second to ask you for a serious bit of support. TyPod would not be possible without your reviews, your comments, and just all of the positive feedback that we've been receiving so far. So if you haven't already, please go on, hit subscribe to make sure you're not missing out on any of this good and free content, and also be sure to leave a review. You may think that I'm not looking at them, but I swear to you, my friend, I read every single review and it just makes my heart so happy. So if you haven't already done so, hit pause, leave a review, and then let's get back to the goodness. Right, so before I rave about you anymore, I would love to pass the mic and allow you to introduce yourself to the people. Best intro ever. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and chat with you guys. Um, what wasn't said, I with this social bungalow, it is super committed to furthering business and marketing, but so much with that, the goal has always been a space to learn, grow, and connect in a community capacity and be that business and marketing, which is my sweet spot. Yay. But be that life and productivity and just, you know, health. I love it as well. And so the business in the community itself has kind of taken on a life of its own through this process. And we get to kind of say, let's one part grow our businesses and change the world. And let's another part have a safe space to really, you know, connect with one another, i.e. the bungalow. So yes, it's, um, it's been an honor to facilitate this. And I'm excited to see what this year has to hold talking at the beginning of 2021, which also is going to say, I don't know when this is going to air, but if it's after, if it's not within the next 52 days, my last name will be different. <gasps> the wedding is coming. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So y'all are going to hear in auditorially, you're going to hear Shannon Lutz, but that last name is going to be different in print. Okay. We'll just go ahead and claim there we the go. last name. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and what's it, what's it going to be again? Remind me. Matson. Okay. Love it. Yes. Yes. 52 days. Woo. Okay. So much, so much is happening. And mind you, I'm going on so many caveats here, but you're literally sitting in a brand new space. Can you just, 
Can you just tell the people what's been going on? Because I feel like I already mentioned the expansion that we've all been witnessing happen. I would love for you to speak on that just a minute before we dive in a little deeper. Yes. So you guys are in the pre-remodeled bungalow HQ here. And um, this is a third on the third story of a building where the first story is actually Bungalow Coffee Co., which is our new coffee shop opening uh, March 15th. So like a month from right now. And um, so much stuff. So we'll talk about this in more detail, but really the online based business ability to uh, go one to many to help so many different people to have higher profit margins and how that can really prop you up for a physical business, a product business, whatever it is that you want to get into. But yes, the growth on, you know, from kind of what you alluded to with like social media follower growth all the way to having physical offices has been just crazy. And it's funny also talking to my IO psychologist and dream team person that we are, this interview is happening in between barista interviews. So I had uh-huh. two prior, we're talking, and then I got some after. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, it'll be perfect to talk to T in the middle of all of this. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love it. So I heard you kind of touch on the fact that just like your unique business approach and the way you've kind of approached things, starting with the online space and really being able to utilize that platform to expand into this physical space. Like talk to us a little bit about how Look, Shan, I'll just put it out there. Your mind, and I know everybody says this, your mind is just like one of the most phenomenal minds when I specifically think about like business, marketing, sales, all the things that we need to make these wildly profitable and impactful businesses, right? So I'm curious to hear from you just like what your approach has looked like. Like, has this always been the plan? Tell me. Was this like the mastermind (laughs) from like years ago? And you're just like, oh yeah, coffee shop had this in the journal for the last 10 years. Sort of. Yeah, sort of. Well, first off, thank you. That is like my favorite compliment of all time. I remember being in maybe second grade and somebody had asked, uh, it was like a girl group. What's everybody's favorite compliment? Somebody's like, to be pretty, to be funny. And I was like, to be smart. Like when somebody tells me I'm smart. mm. So thank you. We're just, we're manifesting dreams right now. Um, So yeah, sort of to a point, my ultimate goal was to, in the digital side of the business, I wanted to have courses. I wanted to speak. I want to write a book. Haven't done that yet on the to-do list. I wanted to help impact lives. And I spent my entire corporate career in marketing. And so being able to just take that knowledge and and feel more purpose beyond my my own ambition in the corporate career, because you'd kind of company jump for your own and for others. You want to further your title, further your salary, but then you also say, okay, well, this company, you know, gives back to communities or really helps these people. I really love what they stand for. And so you're kind of constantly pivoting. And then you can only do that so many times to where you're then thinking, you know, when, when does this get more fulfilling? When do I step into some ultimate purpose? So taking that and being able to do with it in this online space that just, it really feels like such a perfect culmination of every skill set and experience coming into one. I really feel on purpose and in purpose with my business um, to say, yeah, it kind of has been the master plan with the thing that was in the journal of what I wanted yeah. to do for myself and for the business. But then with the coffee shop side of it, has always been a dream of mine. Um, my fiance, who will, like we said, will be husband in a couple months. He and I, when we first met, we shared like a, a hidden dream that we both wanted to own a coffee shop. So we were like, okay, perfect. But the funny thing is that this man was over here pouring like heavy vanilla creamer into his coffee. Every I'm like, you're drinking syrup. What do you mean you want to own a coffee shop? So throughout the past several years, I have weaned him off of and then taken us into our love for like single origins and different regions and all that fun stuff. So anyways, yes, it has been, um, all of the things that we're looking at today have been on a to-do list. I didn't kind of turn a corner and like surprise there it was, um, which has happened. And that's not a bad thing that has happened in my life previously in career, but this was all kind of work towards. 
Oh, love it. I I love when we manifest little things, not, I mean, a coffee shop ain't little, let me pause there, but I do love when we manifest things and they actually come to pass. That's the goal, right? That's why we manifest. Okay. I'd love to pivot just a smidgen because I know I was really, really excited to chat with you to get some of that juicy, like behind the scenes, what the heck has actually been happening and what has your journey as a leader looked like in particular, right? So the first question that's really burning in my mind right now is how did you, specifically with the online branch of your business, Social Bungalow, how did you decide that you were ready to hire? And like, when did that happen in the trajectory of things? Mm-hmm. I, coming from the corporate world, what had uh, colleagues to my parallel, I had people on my team and I had management support. And so I looking at coming solo more than I think the average bear was really concerned with how to do this alone because I'd done my entire career with others. And so my first order of business was I hired a part-time intern from the local college and it was for credit, but then I also paid her and we kind of figured it out together when that credit was achieved. And, um, I was like, okay, thanks. And we kind of both went into the, the night quietly. I did it by myself for a little bit through the system that we'd set up, but I realized how much I needed support in order to grow. And so I hired a part-time virtual assistant and then that graduated into a full-time executive assistant. So kind of out of the gate, but the time of taking somebody on payroll or, you know, paying proper taxes for somebody, I would say it was eight months in. Okay. Yep. The the whole paying proper taxes for somebody is something... (laughs) Y'all, you you done heard the episode. Literally, Shan, like right before we did this episode in particular, we were on with a CPA talking about tax and payroll tax and whatnot. So that is fresh in all of our minds right now. (laughs) So, so fresh on the mind. But I'm curious because I know your executive assistant. So is this the same? So you brought Annalise in, excuse me, I believe I said her name right, right? but you brought her in as part-time and then she graduated into full-time executive assistant. Same person? Yes. Yep. Same uh, person. And she is, uh-huh. She is in my same city. And so calling her a virtual assistant, it was, is exclusively from the perspective of we are running it remotely. So just like you would find somebody in a different state, it um, is a luxury to have somebody in your same city for the ability to look them in the eyes and not over mm-hmm. Zoom and meet up in person, but it's not a necessity. Um, however, now that we have the HQs, she has an office built in here and we've been on this journey together for then going on, you know, a year and a half going on two years now. So That's so amazing. I love it. I love it when team members can grow with the companies, right? I feel like that's always the goal. It's not always what happens in this space. Let's call it what it is. But I love to see that. Me too. Oh, so good. Okay. So I'm curious then. So we've just got in terms of social bungalow that we all know and love the online version. We've got one full-time employee right now. Is that correct? Yes. One full-time, one part-time. And then Ryan, my fiance is now quote unquote retired from his career, which feels like such a weird thing to say because Uh he is, he's still in his career. (laughs) Like he went to business school, he used his business degree in different corporate companies, and now he uses it in the social bungalow. So we were able to have him quit his corporate job and come in full-time. Now, do I call him an employee? Not necessarily, but between me, him and Annalise all being full-time and then one part-timer, that's the team. Such a good team. I feel like um, those of us who are able to have our spouses as some sort of part of the team, if you like working with your spouse, let me put in that caveat, but it is such a special blessing. Seriously. (laughs) And (laughs) he's definitely owing more. Yes, completely. I literally will see if I get a coffee in the middle of this um, training, but 
we were downstairs doing those barista interviews and I was like, can you make me a coffee please? And so he might bring one up, but um, he is more so owning the coffee shop side of things so that, mm-hmm. cause I mean, there are two full businesses. There's not one that's like a little less separate than the other. And so that I can stay focused on the social bungalow. He can stay focused on bungalow coffee. And then we, we cross pollinate and we make sure that everybody's in on everything. Like um, we've got a barista boot camp coming up in a couple of weeks where we have somebody who, I don't know if anybody knows this that's listening or watching, but there's actually barista Olympics and you can compete in them and you can also be a judge of them. You have to qualify and it's scrupulous. It's crazy. But um, we hired a coffee shop coach slash consultant and he has the top rated coffee podcast. He consults for lots of people, but he was formerly a winning competitor turned judge. So this man knows his latte art. He knows everything to a T um, and he is coming into Vegas to do barista boot camp for a week. And I was thinking about you too. I was like, I need to get everybody branded swag. I need to make yes. sure we've got like, we're all hyped up. And so <laughs> it's coming up in a couple weeks. So anyways, all that to say, I need to make sure that I have all of this dialed in coffee knowledge and whatnot for the shop, but is it going to be his role to more so manage? And then I'll go upstairs and, you know, the social bungalow it. Yes. First of all, I'm just shook about the, I knew, I knew that there was a really strong coffee culture. I have a friend who's like a barista and she was talking about this special training that she was doing. I didn't know there was a whole Olympics for the dang on thing though. That's so cool. The whole Olympics. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, I was a barista at Starbucks for three months and I used to be so proud of that. I love Starbucks. <laughs> so this is I next love Starbucks level. too. Yes, this is next yes. level. No, no, no. But we love, we love the new coffee shop more. So I'm curious then, because there's been a lot of growth, obviously, and I feel like anytime I'm talking to a leader, there's kind of been an evolution of the way that we see ourselves as it relates to the expansion of our business, the expansion of the team and whatnot. So I'm so curious to hear like even just a little story from you around when you kind of looked over and you're like, you know, your executive assistant is like at the desk next to you and you're just like, holy cow. I'm doing this. I'm someone's boss. I'm responsible for a livelihood. Like it's go time. (laughs) Yes. Uh, In particular with the executive assistant going full time. And I want to say it was three, four months into that full time. So it wasn't too, too long. She purchased a new car. And that was a moment for me that I was like, whoa, I know I'm, I know I'm responsible for a livelihood, but at the same time, seeing her make a major investment in herself and her, she had a nice car and she got a better car. It wasn't because she had a beater, which there is nothing wrong with that, but it's not because it was about to break down on the side of the freeway and it was a super necessity. It was more of a luxury investment. And that to me, like gives me chills thinking about it. I was like, whoa, I'm over here being able to help people. And through the process of helping them and getting paid to do so, that's then fueling other people's lives. It was just an amazing gratitude, like wom, wom, wom moment for me. That is so exciting. I mean, I I feel like I can envision it. You know what I mean? Like watching her pull up in the new one. You're just like, like I was a part of this. I was a part of making this is that's really cool. Yes. Yes. It was amazing. It was a really fulfilling moment for me. And she was so casual about it. I'm like, okay, (laughs) I get it. I get it. You got a nice new car. I just don't think you realize what your car means to me. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been like the creep, like taking a little video as she drives away. Like, I just need it for my records to make my heart happy. (laughs) I have to take a moment to thank the sponsor of today's episode, Primally Pure. Y'all, I'm not going to get too deep into this, but I've tried a lot of natural deodorants and my husband disapproves of 99.9% of them. 
but not my new Primally Pure Charcoal Deodorant. I have been so excited to share this with you because I have been testing it myself for three full months before I decided that it was worth sharing. This is absolutely my hands down favorite natural deodorant and I've tried at least five or six brands by now. And even better, it can be your new favorite too. You can get your next order for 10% off by using the code TIANA10. That's right, T-I-A-N-N-A-1-0, and you're on your way to your new favorite deodorant. And hopefully your significant other will approve of this one. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, okay, so that was like a, a big positive, you know what I mean? That's like a highlight, an aha moment. I'm really interested to know what some of those very real growing pains have been just again, as everything's been scaling. And I understand a lot of times going from part-time to full-time, sometimes there's some growing pains and all the different scenarios. Has there any, has there been anything that really stands out to you? Yeah. Um, I had written down initially when thinking about this, more hours in the day would be nice <laughs> because <laughs> really, I mean, I am efficient and we've got good systems and we've got good team, everything we're talking about today, but there is just, there's only so many hours in the day to also find balance, which I'm big on. Like I still will watch my housewives in the evening and drink my tea and be in bed by 8 PM. So it's not <laughs> as if I'm, you know, working until the bitter end, but, um, something that I wrote down because I think we can kind of think of, of any general thing, like, you know, you're stressed or you're busy or you need more hours or you need a clone of yourself. But the thing that is um, kind of like new packaging, same great flavor that you could insert it as a marketing course, as a business teaching, as a one-on-one -on -one coaching call, as a cup of coffee, like it can kind of take shape in any way, be a thing that you would buy from me in the social bungalow. But I think the nebulous of the entire business of it in and of itself is community, both on the digital side and what we're hoping to build here locally in Las Vegas with the coffee shop. And so through the process of community, one of my biggest things is being able to start small. It's kind of like where somebody has a tight friend group and they say I like to go deep with few versus wide with many and starting small and really nurturing and loving on those people and really knowing them. And then that getting bigger and bigger and bigger by them bringing people in, or you having more ability to talk to others. And it turns into its own cultural, its own personality via, via the community and they name themselves and they want to hang out there and all that fun stuff. And that's so, so paramount to us, not just in order to be the, you know, leader of that ship, but to be able to create space for people because community is everything. We're humans having a human experience. Like it's all about just each other as what we do. And so with that, um, it's super powerful and it's important to me to have that on the digital side, but then also physically. And so growing pain being one person that's hoping to hold space for so many people, um, mm -hmm physically with the, well, let's just talk team with the team physically. I'm going to have six um, baristas, a manager, et cetera. So making sure that they are all seen, heard and appreciated conflict resolution. Like there's so much to just in managing yeah. a staff of six, let alone how they're then impacting the customer and how that customer is then building the community for the coffee shop as it grows and making sure there's so much presence there. And then over on the digital side of the social bungalow, our small team and making sure everybody is succeeding in, in, in total happiness mode. And then from there, they impact their home lives, they impact the community and how the community perceives us and we we support them. So I'm the growing pain kind of, you know, tangent to say is I my arms, my wingspan needs to get bigger <laughs> because I need to be able to get everybody in my mama bear embrace. And that is it's hard. 
Um, I'm good at uh, balancing my own energy. I feel okay. I don't feel burned out or anything of that sort, but I need to get creative. I need to think Mm -hmm. beyond what I've done. So like what got you here won't get you there. I need to find a way in order to create, um, to clone myself, to create more, you know, opportunities, moderators and groups, making sure that the baristas are an extension of the vision of what we want for the shop so that other people can champion the same message. And I don't know it yet. I don't know. So that's my current growth. I got you. No, I mean, and that is a big one. And actually it's one of the more common ones that I've seen when people reach, and I'm going to say it not to sound weird or whatever, but like your level, you know what I mean? I remember hearing another CEO, you know, multiple seven figure business, all the things, all the accolades, blah, 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 blah. But she was speaking about just the realization of the responsibility of really being a CEO. And I don't mean to discredit any, you know, like, you know, newer entrepreneurs, we're all CEOs. Once we start the companies, I get it, but there is a different feeling and vibe. And even just to-do list when you're a CEO with like payroll and multiple team members and physical and online and all the things, right? So like what I hear you describing is just now there's a really big part of your actual job that is culture building with people. Mm-hmm. And yes. how, how is that though? Because I know, you know, even just as a service provider myself, when I'm in my zone of genius, like doing teams and leadership and whatnot and creating the content and doing the things and consulting, that's a very different headspace to be in than even when I'm doing it with my own team, which is hilarious because I teach the dang on stuff. But for someone who, you know, is not teaching teams and leadership all day, you're going from, I am a marketing business coach, mad scientist, genius person over here. But now I need to turn on my, oh, CEO, let's build a kick-ass culture hat. What is that? Is like, how does that feel? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um the so while I have courses which are self study offers that can be purchased and then somebody can get the knowledge and that takes care of itself, I do still offer VIP services mm-hmm. where it's like a two day virtual, it's an in person all in week, and you're working with me. And a lot of that is either super zoned into this person and their business and their goals, or it's head down time where I'm like building them a funnel. And that off stage persona versus an on stage persona where you are, you know, showing up and encouraging and you know making people laugh and making sure the culture is represented in you. Are are two very different energies. And so that is that duality is something that's hard for me to bounce in and out of in one day. I can be that person. I can be person A on a Monday and person B on a Tuesday, but I can't necessarily weave it through. And that's really tiresome for me because if I'm going to yeah. be in my headspace, I need to be in my headspace. And if I'm going to be outgoing, I need to be outgoing. Oh, I get that. I get that so deeply. I mean, even just for an example, my team meetings are typically on Wednesdays just because of all of our calendars and whatnot. So team meeting yesterday, but never, ever would I ever schedule all of my podcast batching and all of these like very expressive, let's talk and interview and do all this stuff. It would never happen on the same day because I'm just like "Mm," two different parts of my brain can't even do it. (laughs) Yes. Yesterday's girl does not know today's girl. They have not met each other. Mm-mm. And yesterday's girl didn't have no makeup on. And that's mm-hmm. how we rock in my team usually. Like today is a magical yep. day. <laughs> oh, man. Looking so, amazing. oh, I'm so curious then. I keep using the word curious because I am. You're so fascinating. But I'd love to hear. Hmm. What would I love to hear? I'd love to hear your opinion, actually. Because I feel like you really captured that spirit of like the duality of what the role is now that it's kind of evolved into a bigger and more impactful thing, right? But I'd love to hear just your opinion or your advice for other women who are 
edge in their way. Because look, I believe in y'all. Y'all going to be successful, right? You're going to reach the impact that you set out to reach. So they are making their way into this new space that you are living and breathing in day in and day out, right? What words of wisdom would you even want to share with them? I would say, even though we um, harp on like, you know, make sure you have team, make sure you have systems that if you were an analogy, I give is with a cake. If you were to bake a cake and you didn't taste the main flavor, the main layer, and then you added another flavor layer, and then you added some cream in between those, and then you put frosting and then you added fondant and then some sprinkles, blah, blah, blah. you taste it. It's disgusting. You can't necessarily identify which piece made it taste like kind of that weird chemical that you get from like a Walmart cake. And you're like, <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know which layer did it. And you have to taste each layer and make sure it's delicious and refine it before you add on, before you add on for them to all work together and make a beautiful presentation. And so you, you're wearing all the hats in your business. Maybe you have some support. Maybe you have some systems. Getting those things really dialed in before we're focused on more, 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 more clients, more followers, more marketing, more business structure, you know, more offers in general, blah, blah. And that's what I hear from people constantly, especially because when they come to me, they're looking to expand typically within their business or they're looking to bring more eyeballs in via their marketing. And so often the thing that everybody almost always needs first is foundation prior to adding on, on top, on top. And even if they have, um, let's just say a funnel for a lead magnet that goes into some emails that then pitches them on the application for their offer, super simple little funnel. They're like, okay, I've got that funnel and I've got this funnel and this freebie going. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm ready for more. And we don't even know if that funnel and that freebie is working and if it's performing for them before we keep adding to it. So I would say, number one, make sure that your foundation's on lock with support and with systems. And then from there, as you do start refining offers and marketing those offers, make sure that the things you're setting up aren't set it and forget it style and that you're going back to see what's working. And when you see what's working, fan that flame. Your audience has proven to you that they like that topic. They like that video. They like the style of the free resource. Make another one, promote it more, get more juice, squeeze that lemon harder before you keep adding. Cause you will be so much happier when you get to having a larger business that you have a lean business, than you have a spider web business. Mm-hmm. Let me just say that that last statement, you may just reminded me of something that I appreciate about you. And I've never told you this, but how lean your business is actually. I remember the first time I learned that it was mainly just um, your one executive assistant who's working full-time behind the scenes with you. And I was like, hmm. Because, you know, I get it in this space in particular, we love to recommend outsourcing and finding the people and finding the support. Those are all great things. Y'all, literally, I, I do this. So I'm taking money out of my own mouth by not actively pushing everybody to hire all the time. But I love to see when business owners can effectively decide and maintain their business with core people. You know what I mean? And kind of keep things running. Have you, were you ever like tempted to go out and get all the people to do all the things? Yes, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. There's there's absolutely times where there's things that either fall off the radar, not because I dislike them, but because they are, they can't fall. Like today's um, mini training on stories. I know that's going to move the needle. I know it's going to nurture my community, but I literally am back to back booked and I didn't have a second to hop on and be like, hey guys, 
random separate training thought for you that I don't even know what to speak about today because my <laughs> my head is scrambled eggs. And so that'll fall, that'll fall. And so then I think, okay, well, maybe I need a social media manager to help me with this, but I do like to own the content, but it is, but that, and I don't dislike social media. It's obviously main part of my business, but I could use support in that faction. And so getting myself to stop, it's kind of like zip your lip, don't touch anything, map it out before you would hire that person really see that you have the need for them. And then also look at who you exist, you have currently on your team to support you and say, you know, maybe I never brought this up to you, would you like to support in social media, and then finding that that's something that would fall into their like dream job. And here you were going to hire somebody else for it. And they wouldn't speak up because they're, you know, going to want to support you and support the new team member, but they're sitting there with resentment. Like, why didn't she see that skill set in me? Like, I would have loved to do this. And it's just a lapse in communication. So yes, there has been temptation, but I usually stop. And then if everything feels a little bit cuckoo bananas, I kind of do a, everybody lift your hands up, like stop touching it. Don't do anything, mm. pause. And we'll kind of, we'll get together and be like, okay, so then why? And it's, it's less like quick hit. Okay. This is everybody's to-do list in your weekly team meeting. And it's more take this and then why that and why that and why that until you get down to the, oh, something's broken or you didn't get it or the languaging was weird. And then it fixes so much more. Um, so I try as I might mostly from a profit margin perspective too, yeah. to just keep it lean. I'm curious then, um, as you think about five-year plan, 10-year plan. I don't know what the exact plans are for the uh, digital portion of the business, obviously. But as you start to think that through, do you actually have plans to continue to grow, increase the profit margin, expand the team? Or are we trying to like, nah, like it's us, us against the world, let's do this. And we have the capacity and we're rocking with it right now. Yeah, we definitely want to grow the social bungalow. And so yes, to the growing of the team in this side of it, but we are formulating bungalow brands and then the social bungalow and bungalow coffee will be under the umbrella company and bungalow Mm -hmm. brands. If you imagine Google um, is a part of the umbrella company alphabet and Google represents the G with an alphabet. That's their whole little play is that they're going to have a business from A to Z and Google just happens to be the G, which is mind blowing that I did not know that (laughs) insanity. I know like, I I don't think the amount of figures exist for how that company is. But anyways, kind of a similar thing in where I, of course, want to keep growing the social bungalow, but there are other things I want to do, like really want to create a CRM for female entrepreneurs because there isn't one out there to help with our marketing and sales process. Mm -hmm. We're over here in HubSpot or Salesforce or or spreadsheets. And there's nothing that's really speaking to social media, which is where we are utilized. Like where's our Instagram uh, yeah, you're having a conversation in the DMs and then it's going to create a lead if you press a button or whatever in your CRM and then you can track that lead. And I think there's such, this is now a tangent on Instagram, but I think there's such a disconnect because Instagram is typically more of a personal platform, but we utilize it as business owners. However, a tactic when you're a woman helping other women is to be personable and bond yeah. with her so she feels seen and then you can sell And so it's a real gray territory between this is a business account and, hey, girlfriend, how are you? Let's chit chat about how I can support you and finding a way to have a software as a system type company that can come in and support and lead flow and sales processes would, it's on my to-do list. So with that, I don't know if that software as a service would then be a part of the social bungalow side. It would need to have its own name. And, you know, what, what does that then become? Is that then its own separate entity, which is more of a legal and a business formation question than anything? Does it become another business entity under bungalow brands and how that all expands? We would love to franchise also the coffee shop down the road Ooh. so that we can have, yeah, everybody's little piece of the bungalow. 
and keeping it a specialty coffee shop. So kind of like, and not to this degree, but kind of how in and out will um, be very specific about where their locations are and how many locations they can have, where they have so much opportunity, but they just mm-hmm. choose not to because of a, a standard. And so being able to have, you know, a couple locations that we own in Las Vegas, and then somebody wanted to buy three, and they're going to open them in California, and just like a couple little expansions, so that everybody can have that physical sense of the bungalow, like coming home and being safe and championing new and untraditional ideas. So um, yes, to (laughs) your question, basically, A, are you guys going to keep it small or B, are you going to grow it? The answer is B and then some. B and then some, but always keeping it lean and efficient and productive and all the great adjectives, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, As much as possible. That, first of all, I'm on board with all the ideas. You said California. I was like, come to Atlanta. Come on. We want a little piece of the bungalow. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Well, how's your coffee culture? Do you know? Mm, I'm not going to lie. Like we have some really cute, you know, specialty coffee shops. I know that some people have their favorites and what have you. Darius and I have not found our favorite. We still say the best coffee we've ever had was during our honeymoon in St. Lucia. Never. Mm. I still have not had a cup of coffee that good. And I'm just like, somebody get me this coffee. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I need to look mm. into how they prepare it then. Cause there might be a special little something. something yeah. I'll have, to, I'll have to send it to you. Cause it, you know, I've traveled, I've had coffee a lot of places and that to date is the best cup of coffee I've ever had. So I gotcha. <laughs> okay. Okay. So since now we're, I'm super uncaffeinated right now too, by the way. So my brain is also turning into scrambled eggs, but all the goodness that you shared, I feel like we got the most like robust behind the scenes sneak peek at what's happening, where the team is, how you're going to grow all the things you've been so transparent. So first of all, thank you for that. This is the stuff that people want to know. You know what I mean? So I would love for you to just share, first of all, is there anything you wish I would have asked you about that I didn't? Any like big things on the horizon right now that you want the people to know about? Not necessarily. Um, These are such good questions. This was such a fun conversation. I hope everybody was able to extract some nuggets. Um, The big things on the horizon, um, besides everything we talked about with the coffee shop and not to harp Mm -hmm. on that too much, (laughs) is on the social bungalow side. We released this past quarter an online directory for female entrepreneurs called Little Black Book. And that's something I feel super, super passionate about with being able to, it's an online directory of women by category. So if you were looking for a business coach or um, a copywriter, you can come to that category and see the three people that are vetted and trusted and recommended by the social bungalow to say, this is a woman for hire. And that's a big thing about it is I want to be able to, I want this person to have space on their client roster to take in somebody so that it's an immediate connection and, and it's an advertising vehicle for them. So that has a new um, 50 women every single quarter to come and meet new peeps and hang out with them. And then I'm also releasing a new course in May and it's going to be about all things paid advertising and then funnels and automations. So just mm. taking a step further in your online business journey. Oh, the full journey, y'all, from like Google, from A to Z, we got (laughs) you. So tell everybody, look, we've said the name a thousand times. So I'm sure they probably know, just look up the social bungalow and they'll be able to find you. But reiterate for everybody, where can they go to connect with you to get more of this goodness? Because I know I personally am tuned in. So I know they want to be. 
<laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, it's the social bungalow on all, you know, that's dot com. That's all social media, but Instagram is my main place. So just come and DM me, come and hang out. There's good content there, but we do go down in the DMs all the time. So just come and say hey and let us know that you heard Ty Pod, which is my favorite to know that somebody listened. And then I've got context on what you heard and mm-hmm. where you came from. And then I, I'm like, okay, well, if you know Tiana, then we're best friends. So let's go. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much for joining us today. All of the goodness you shared. I feel like everybody has at least one golden nugget that they're going to be able to take away from this episode. So we really, really appreciate you, you know, speeding uh, into our community in this way. Yes. I'm so glad. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys for listening and watching. I'm so excited for what everybody is doing 2021. <laughs> whoop, whoop.